toxicity and I see Hi, everybody. <laughs> if you can't tell, I wanted to ring in the episode with some toxicity. And no, it's not copyrighted because it's pitched. So come for me. Because today we're talking about toxic. Just like being toxic. So toxicity as a whole, being toxic, toxic relationships, what we can do to try to break kind of that cycle of just being toxic in general. And I'm really excited for this one. Doing my research and stuff was really fun. And then talking about my personal experience was super fun in this one. And then I kept getting toxic toxicity just stuck in my head. That's such like a big word. Can we just talk about that's a tongue twister. Toxicity. Toxicity. It was such a tongue twister. Anyways, I'm ready to go. It's about five on Sunday. So happy Sunday, everybody. Happy whatever day you're actually listening this to, which would be Wednesday. But it's Sunday. And I hope all you guys had a great Sunday. I need to do some laundry tonight. And I just had a few sips of a iced chai from Dutch Bros. I took a nap. What else did I do? Me and my boyfriend door dashed a little this morning. It's kind of our way of spending time together right now. We're moving actually on Friday, so less than a week now. But for right now, it's a little way to spend time with each other. Um, And, you know, I feel so bad for him because he buys me food every day, so we got to make that up somehow. (laughs) But yes, let's get into the episode, everybody, on toxicity. So today we are going to talk about being toxic AF toxic, how it ultimately has manifested itself into our dating scene, and also why toxic dating is so common, and why it continues, and why it's so exciting to us. I felt like it was so important to include that in here. So let's start. As usual, I like a good like sort of definition breakdown of what we're talking about. So what is toxic behavior? Toxic behavior is really any behavior that results in unpleasantness or harm towards others in your realm. This can be as simple, guys, as telling a joke that hurts someone's feelings, all the way up to alienating, isolating family, friends, strangers, through constant negative behavior and by being cruel through that same behavior. So to sum it up, toxicity is whatever someone does that brings negativity upon themselves and others. So originally, um, I was just going to talk about people's toxic behaviors, but I also wanted to kind of talk about my personal experience with you guys um, and what you can do to avoid being toxic yourself or um, steps you can take to try to prevent it. So I wanted to just start this podcast kind of with my personal experience, and I feel like I definitely went through my toxic phase. I mean, I was sporting bangs, which I still have, but okay, bangs aren't toxic by themselves, but when you have short, bright red hair... Yeah, I was I was rocking that toxic look. Not that I'm saying what's everybody with short red hair is toxic, but when I had that, I was toxic and a girl was going through stuff. <laughs> so I definitely went through that toxic phase, uh, quote unquote, and I was also in a very toxic relationship that I found to be exciting. And I think that's part of the reason why I stayed. Um, it's kind of because I found a rush within the toxicity Because I was also being toxic back and it was the ugliest fucking thing. 
so ever since I went through trauma at a really young age, it was pretty much like when it started. Um, don't get me wrong, I was very hurt, obviously. Um, trauma does that to you. It, it ultimately wrecked me for a while. Um, but after you're hurt so badly, then you get angry, you get sad, you get spiteful, you you want revenge. And I feel like that is such a big makeup of toxicity in a whole. And we're we're getting deep into this. I'm I'm spilling spilling it out on myself. Um, I ended up taking the anger out on every man who came across my path within at least um, like a few of the last years of my high school, and then again a few years ago, I went through another phase in my life where I did that. I'm not proud of it, guys. If I could go back in time and just not be toxic and prevent just all the ugliness from spewing and radiating out of me, I absolutely, absolutely would. Um, but it was, you know, kind of a learning process. Well, it definitely was a learning process, I should say. And I really had to go through that. It was just part of my healing journey. And I really had to work through that. And it was something that I had to work through and get away from. I do want to say I'm not going to go get uh, too deep into like my personal stuff because there's so much more behind it. Um, I really want to make more episodes just about my past and situations that I've been through, but I just want you to know that I was being very toxic and that I really did use men for their body or for emotional validation. And I was using it because in my head, I finally had that upper hand on these men versus the opposite where I was constantly kicked down, you know, shit on by them and they had the upper hand on me. So it was like the opposite. And the behaviors that I was showing are exactly hand in hand with the definition above that I was engaging and constantly practicing negative behaviors, guys. And they left some sort of rift between me and my relationships and also toxic relationships. They can give us a rush. Not always, but sometimes they can. I know personally, um, I stayed in it because of the unpredictable and the thrill. So I was in it for two years, my toxic relationship and the drama and soap opera like details just kept it interesting to me. I know that sounds funny, but it's true. Um, I thought that that kept the flame burning, that all the drama and stuff kept the flame burning. And it's so ridiculous sounding now, but seriously. And it was only fun to me because I was so toxic that I kept engaging in it. So toxicity fuels toxicity, guys. I hadn't worked through a lot of the ugly within myself to know that it's not okay to subject myself to that kind of behavior back and forth with your partner. Um, and I wanted to add this in because TikTok has written this narrative that being toxic is fun and the thing to do in toxic relationships are the move. That's what TikTok says, but they aren't. They are not. And if you feel that way, like I can, like I literally used to do, so like I don't want you guys to everything on this podcast and passing any kind of judgment because everything I talk about and the situations I've talked about, nine out of ten times I've been in them and I'm just sharing my experience and how I learned to heal and cope with it. So if you feel like toxic relationships are fun and exciting and you keep finding that you attract them, I would suggest taking the time to self-reflect, guys. Write down why you think toxic relationships in any regard are thrilling or exciting to you or why you keep looping back to them. And I say that because that's what I had to do to break my cycle. I also had to realize that I was deserving of healthy relationships with myself and others. It's so, so important, guys. 
Now that I've kind of touched onto my experience with it in the dating scene, I wanted to talk about how it's truly manifested itself into our current dating scene of 2022 and now 2023. I feel like some men and female have an absolute hit it and quit it mentality to say the least. Um, And honestly, I believe this stems from individuals being so hurt and fucked over in the past by former partners or trauma that it is... It's led to this self-preservation mentality, as my boyfriend says, that unfortunately has become just a level of toxic because of the level of lockdown we have on ourselves and our hearts. And I think we can all agree that that's really unfortunate and sad, and that's kind of just my take on it. Um, Like I said, we can all agree on it. I feel like many of us are looking for these genuine connections, but have, you know, it's they tend to fail to find them because obviously not everybody's on the same page. Um, And then when we fail to find them, it drives, I feel like a lot of singles to just be like, fuck it. If you can't beat them, join them. Um, So really what can we do on our end? How are we able to contribute to the downfall of the toxic dating culture? Just being toxic overall. Um, that's what I want to dive into. I don't understand how I can nap, drink a cup of coffee this morning, be drinking another cup of coffee, and still be tired. I don't get it. But anyways, (laughs) let's talk about how we can contribute to the good part of the toxic culture, like getting rid of it. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how not to be toxic. So number one, be more considerate of others. Most people, guys, who are toxic don't realize that they're being toxic. They think what is natural and normal for them is natural and normal for those around them, but it is not true. What people find hurtful varies. I mean, we know that everybody's different. That's why being considerate of others is important for maintaining good relationships. And please always put yourself into other shoes at my new job that I started we have it's a lot of customer service so they really stress that put put their shoes on you know see how they feel really try to understand guys practice that empathy and that's what I encourage you to do number two stop passing the blame and be accountable for your shit it's natural to feel uncomfy when you mess up guys When people are looking for the root of the problem and it's you, it is so easy to just want to hide, to, you know, just want to just curl up in the little corner, to to be like, nope, wasn't me. But guys, be accountable. Nobody likes being in the hot seat, but we are all human. And one of the defining features of being human is imperfection. Number three, please, for the love of God, learn to apologize. Sometimes saying sorry isn't enough. You may mean it all the way down to your core. But if you keep acting on your always, it really does cancel it out. Guys, an apology only means so much. The best apology is changed behavior. Be genuine, acknowledge your actions, and change your behavior. Number four, stop trying to be better than others. When someone talks about their trauma, just listen. Practice active listening. It is so important. You can use it at work. You can use it in personal relationships. You can use it with strangers. Active listening. That's not an opportunity to talk about your more traumatic story. 
unless they invite you to. And you may have good intentions by sharing your story if they're also kind of trauma dumping on you. But interrupting them may make them feel like their feelings are invalid. So instead of instead of saying you should consider yourself lucky when I had to go through something, it was much worse. You can just try not saying anything. Practice listening. Next time you get into a conversation with somebody like, it can be any conversation, but especially like a meaningful conversation, guys, I encourage you to just stop practice and practice listening. It's such an amazing thing once you start doing it. Last step, lower your pride and ego. Lower that. And that kind of goes with the stop trying to be better than everyone else. And not going to lie, when I wrote down these steps and decided what I wanted to talk about, I very much targeted myself and the old me and still the me right now because I feel like these are things that we need to work on every day and brush up on. Um, so yeah, it's these go hand in hand. And like I said, I, I feel like I need to keep practicing a lot of them because as being human, it's so easy to fall back into our old habits, but we do not want to be toxic. So lower that pride and ego. Um, another reason why people are so toxic is because that they were raised as being entitled and they believe that everything should be given to them if they wanted enough or if they know someone famous or someone popular, they should automatically be treated the same way as that person. That's kind of when their head expands and they become so detached from reality. Um, and lowering that pride and ego will take time, guys. It may mean just be more quiet again so that you're able to listen. It might mean owning up to those mistakes you've made, but humility equals growth. Remember that humility equals growth. To wrap this episode up, being toxic isn't a permanent thing. You're able to change and better yourself. Admitting that you are or have toxic ways is already a huge step. Or even if you are in the slightest bit of toxic. Like I said, we all have a little bit of toxicity lingering within us. And while the results may not always be obvious, one day you're to be able to look back and just like see how much you improved, even in the smallest of ways, all because you decided to start. So next week, we're going to be talking about self-image insecurity, self-esteem, inner and outer beauty, and self-love. Now, guys, gentlemen, men, this is for you too. I'm really excited to share my journey in self-love, which is ongoing, always is, um, and share some tips and experiences for you to relate uh, with to help yourself love grow, to help promote that. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I just wanted to talk about the fact that I know some of my podcast links vary, but it really does just depend on the topic we're talking about, kind of my research. Um, as I get more into like my big personal experiences, they're definitely going to be longer. Um, but too, I really kind of like the direction that this is going because they're a quick little listen. So give me your guys' feedback. Um, and since we're talking about toxicity... Let me pull up my phone here. 
I wanted to throw in a few things because I thought these were kind of funny. I just have a few. I asked you guys on my stories what the most toxic thing you guys had done was in the light of this episode. So let's click on this bad boy. Why do I feel like an old lady working my phone? It's absolutely outrageous. Mm, Let's see. I just saw it on here. Where did I find that? Give me one second, guys. Okay, well, now I'm freaking sad because I went to the stories archive to look for this poll I posted, and she's just not there anymore. Like, kid you not. But I wanted to say one of the things. Sorry, there's like a train. I have no clue where, but I hear it sometimes, and I'm like, what? I don't know if you hear it, and now there's a plane. I swear it's only when I record this happens. Like, every episode, I'm like, there's a plane. There's a plane. Now there's a train. But this girl shared, I was like, what's the most toxic thing you've ever done? And this girl was like, stayed with my toxic ex for four years. And I was like, all right, we can acknowledge that. Um, Also, too, I did a poll, and I wanted to share it with you guys. I put, the question was, is toxicity the cause of a lonely generation? I got 88% yes, 12% no, and there was about 35 people that voted on that. So, let that be known. Sorry, I'm just cracking my fingers. I'm like crack crack anyways thank you guys for popping on sorry i'm very chatty today um (laughs) i can't wait for next week on the self-love chat it's gonna be a good one um thank you guys again for listening you're literally the best my instagram again if you guys don't know is at sincerely eliza that's my personal and then you can find the underplayed podcast instagram linked on there um, the Instagram for the podcast is literally just the underplayed podcast. And on Twitter, I said it wrong last week. On Twitter, it is the underplayed pod. Oh no, it's just the underplayed. I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mind. I gotta go guys. But thank you for listening. Um, can't wait for next week. Again, just follow my social medias to stay updated. I also post snippet previews of all podcasts on there. Um, little fun clips, resources for survivors, all that good stuff. So go ahead, check me out, follow me. I appreciate every single one of you. And until next week, have a good one.